Needs improvement. This week, I had the distinct pleasure of having a really fantastic, great conversation with my longtime friend, Zach. Um, We cover (laughs) just a crazy breadth of topics, and um, I think it's just a fantastic conversation, and I think that you will really enjoy it. Are we going to drive around? So? So now we're recording? We're we're now recording. I oh. might cut this out, but I mean, since you... I mean, that's pretty good content, you yeah. saying that we should drink and drive. Yeah. Uh, I guess, welcome to this episode of Friends and Cars Making Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, as we are today recording in... My luxurious car. Yeah. Eat your heart out, Seinfeld. I got tequila. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Zach, ha- look, the car is parked. I don't need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, don't tell me I can still get a DUI. If a cop wants to come to my house, into my fucking driveway where I'm recording a podcast yeah. while having a drink in my car, I mean, that would just be crazy. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I'd frame the copy of the police report. Yeah. Also, I live in North Minneapolis, so they have a lot more uh, fish bigger fish to fry yeah, you know, yeah. than people in their driveways. But we do have drinks. We are in the car because my dogs are monsters. And Zach first refused to come to my office, but then later suggested that we should be at my office. I don't know. I'm kind of liking this, to be honest. Uh, it's a Foliage mobile... is <laughs> <Boy>. good. <laughs> there are live plants in my car because my fucking berry tree is... So, oh my gosh, I feel like Samantha would know how to fix this, or anyone that has, like, things to trim trees, which we do, mm-hmm. but it's really, we own a second house now, and there's a lot of work. It's Things are not great at my house. It's not exactly the best time to have people over. The lawn <laughs> is out of control. The kitchen is not good. Um, I don't seem as put together as I have in the past. But I trust that my good friend, who I still have not yet announced, Zach, hey. uh, does not judge me, but probably silently. But that's all right. I'm going to mostly blame Tim because both yard work and the kitchen are Tim's domain. So no. I have no <laughs> no part in this fact that there's a tree shut in my car door. Yeah. I mean, all the more evidence that we're clearly not going anywhere, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I'd have to take those leaves out. What, I rip it right off as I drive away? That Something. I mean, well, anyway, this is mm-hmm. uh, my my dear friend, Zach. Zach, how long have we known each other? Um, I am 32 now, and I believe it was freshman year of high school, okay. so I was 15. Over half our lives now. Yeah. Uh, which I think is interesting because... I don't know what your perspective on me is, but I feel that you have changed very much as a person in all of those years. Uh, Yeah, I think I have too. I'd say that uh, you have obviously changed quite a bit. I mean, those are some key years for the whole uh, changing bit, though, because, you know, um, 15 is obviously oh questionable. That's a ringer that should be shut off. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. So you know, 
15 is like you don't know anything you're a terrible terrible idiot and then 30 something is usually like you would hope sort of got your shit together yeah uh i think so although yeah. i am recording a podcast in my car that's also broken <laughs> my house is a disaster so it's like only sort of together but um i think what is also unique is that although i think we've both changed a lot mm-hmm. we largely still have the same friends that we had yes some number 18 and the uh the array of friends that we have have uh i'd say a range from uh changed far more than we have all the way to uh not changed at all really <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that is very true and i i'm sure it's true for lots of people and uh i mean personally i find that I don't have a ton of interest in hanging out with the people ha- who have not changed at all. Um, you know, maybe uh, see them in passing at a party or something like that. But you still uh, go to parties? I do, Zach, because I don't have a child mm. or two children who one mm. is for. Um, I do. I uh, I'm going out of town to a cabin this weekend too for Lay's weekend. Oh, yeah, good yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm supposed to be asking you icebreaker questions. We've we've already gotten into the ice seems broken. People don't <laughs> people don't know the important facts about your life, and they never will. What is your favorite emoji? That's a ridiculous question. That's um, an icebreaker question. I uh, I use emojis sometimes. And I feel like only with people who know me, at least to the extent that um, me using an emoji is obviously some sort of uh, sardonic sense of this is ridiculous to begin with, if that makes sense. It does. Like, if if I'm using it, it's obviously a sarcastic context. And see, this is why Mm -hmm. it's actually a great icebreaker question, because I feel like for people who don't know you, which is probably no one, because I'm pretty sure it's only people who know me that listen to this. Uh, Could be. But if they don't, if they yeah. don't, a work friend, yeah. perhaps. Uh, Zach <sighs> comes off as a <laughs> uh, stolid. The word is stolid. Uh, I think Did you if, say Stalin. Stolid. 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 Yes. Okay, that's different. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I guess there's an overlap, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, he. I feel like you don't wear your heart on your sleeve. No, I try not to. I would say you have a big heart, but for most who know you, uh, casually. Say if I met you in a grocery store, I might be slightly intimidated by you. I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're cultivating that sort of um, vibe. So mm. if you sent me an emoji, <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I mean, it could be very funny. I, maybe you have, but yeah. uh, I, would, I would think that it would be uh, firmly either mocking me <laughs> or some sort of sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's my take on, uh, I guess, emojis in general. 
Um, though if I do use one in any serious context, um, it is definitely the thumbs up mm-hmm. because it's the most universally understood. Um, you know, there's a number of uses for it, but everybody knows what you mean. Yes, and I think uh, that yeah, it's it's also very much you in that it's not uh, it's not cutesy. It's more just like a quick affirmative. It's almost mm-hmm. a shortcut. To just yes. be like, yeah, we're yeah. good. Got it. Um, if you could not work for a year, what would you do? I could not even imagine not working <laughs> for a year. Um, actually, I just, in the last six months, I think, started a new first time ever, like, more office job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is the first time in my entire life where I've only worked 40 hours a week. Um. Is like, it nice? from out of high school to now-ish, I've worked at least 50-plus all the time. And I don't take vacations, really. But do you... Is it a relief now that you're only working 40 hours? Yeah. So I get it. I it, know why people do yeah, that. It could be a relief to yeah. not work more than that. Right. But when I, when I say... Uh, it's a relief. I mean that like, so I work from 7am to three now and I get home and I like almost immediately start like working on the house or doing things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. So I just have more energy to do other things. You should really talk to Tim about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really triggered by this right now because I feel like my husband is currently working like 70 hours a week and my tree is growing into my mm-hmm. car. Well, that's the uh that's the lesson I learned when I started doing the 40 hour a week thing is that like I would always try to do other projects and mm-hmm. do other things. In fact, the last 2 weeks I finished projects on my house that I started like 4 years ago because I finally have like an extra mm-hmm. 15 to 20 hours a week to do it. Cuz you work 50 plus for sure, but anything over 60, it's like you're pretty much cooked by the yeah, time you get home. You have no You're energy done. for anything it's, else. It's over. Yeah. I uh I work a lot, but my work is very strange to quantify, so it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I I have very little free time and I cannot imagine like some days if like even today I got home uh at not you know, before five. And yeah. you said five. I was ready by five even though I told you four, but you knew, but I was ready by five. Mm-hmm. And I thought, dear Lord, what am I going to do with the rest of my evening, 5 p.m.? And the reality is I have 10 million things I need to do at home. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, it's a different perspective. Like, I will sometimes talk to people and they'll be like, oh, I'm just bored. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> have you ever been bored? Like, not since I was a teenager have I been bored. Like there, I, I have an infinite list of things to do, and if I get done with that, the answer is just watch Netflix. <laughs> like if if in I somehow make it through everything that I need to do, yeah, then I will relax. I will never be bored. Yeah, I do get bored, but usually only now in situations uh in which I'm like stuck. Mm. Like if I'm stuck in a professional or social situation that I really have no interest in, it's a hard. It's a hard climb for me to like feign interest in it. Oh, yeah. So then I'm just like, 
and then yeah. it's even worse. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree. A meeting is a terrible thing, which yeah. luckily uh, all my meetings pretty much are optional. But yeah, uh, yeah it's no, no, no. Sometimes I just go to sleep. I love when a person is bold enough to fall asleep during a meeting. <laughs> like I, it happens surprisingly frequently, and I'm like, if I fell asleep in a meeting and thought that anyone else had seen me, I would be mortified. It would be the most embarrassing moment of my life. And there are people in my office that like pretty frequently doze off during meetings or presentations. Is that you? Uh. I well, I start early. Like I have to be at work at seven, so the first couple hours of the day are almost always rough. Mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I put the kids to bed at like it's summer, so like you know nine thirty, ten o'clock or something, and I either go straight to bed, fall asleep while I'm putting them to bed, or I uh get lured into staying up till twelve thirty, and then uh I'm exhausted and I. You know, yeah. I sleep through those meetings. <laughs> what is something you wish you spent less time doing? Hmm. Um, I would say this is this podcast is like two weeks late. Um, because I, <laughs> I, for the record, uh, I asked you well over a month ago the first time, and you asked me what it was about. Then didn't listen to the podcast trailer I sent you, and now we're here. Yes, but I'm well. I mean, just for my life, because during that time when you first asked me, which I think was like only two weeks ago, um, pull it up. They, uh, I was like hitting my stride of like what I was just talking about a minute ago of like work X hours during the day, come home, knock out all this other stuff. Like I was being crazy productive. Um. I forgot the question because we were rambling about this uh, other thing. Uh, what do you wish you spent less time doing? Oh, before that, like before I changed jobs and I was working all the time, I would be tired and just over it. So then I'd come home and I'd, you know, family stuff or take care of it. And I would spend a lot of time um, not doing the things that I wanted to do or like making excuses to not do things I was supposed to do and mm-hmm. just like wasting time because I was so overspent on work. Yeah. So I frivolously really spending my time, I guess is is the short answer to that. Timothy Kyle, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. like human beings need a release, right? You can't just like you can't yeah. just burn the candle at both ends and expect to have infinite energy for everything in your life. Uh yeah, I recently learned this. <laughs> because if it's not clear, you have two children and yes. I have babysat them and they require energy. They do. Uh and commitment. And probably more so because I'm guessing you don't just let them watch the Barbie show all the time. No, no, there's no TV. Well, I would push back against that because she sure knows a lot about the different Barbie characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying it doesn't seem like okay, the first okay. time that she's seen Limited the Barbie TV. show. Limited TV. The Barbie yeah. show is surprisingly good. <laughs> <laughs> it is 
have I know you've watched it. I have never once oh watched the Barbie you, show. Do you know what show I'm talking about? I don't know what it's called. It's just there's, like there's a surprising amount of Barbie content on Netflix. It's the Barbies. It's like uh, a faux reality show with Barbies. <laughs> so the the Barbie and the Ken and the Skipper are all on a faux reality show, <sighs> and it's very tongue in cheek. And it's much more subversive than you think. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying that maybe you should give it a try. I I always have known your uh, affection, shall we say, for reality television. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it. Like, passionately dislike reality television. Uh, and Barbies, for that matter. I think they're ridiculous. So... I'm going to skip right over that, but uh, you give me a full full review sometime once you make it through season six or whatever they're on. I don't know. It's probably... <laughs> I don't. Uh, so you have a recent four-year-old. Yes. And a recent nine-year-old. God, a recent nine-year-old. That is... And both girls. Mm-hmm. Tough. That's tough. Yeah. I feel like... It's a lot of, um, yeah, just, it's a lot of feminine energy in your house. Yep. Uh, so it's, it's not like you don't have kids that are vying for your attention in the little free time that you have. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, are they reacting differently to you having more time? Mm. Kind of. Uh, it's it's a very different dynamic because now I work, uh, like I said, seven a.m. to like three, like a you know office job mm-hmm. or whatever. But before that, uh, I always worked nights. I had for years in the restaurant business managing, so I went to work at like four. And during the school year, anyway, they're probably going to bed at like eight o'clock, something like that, mm-hmm. right? So I was only gone for like four hours of their day, and the rest of my working day was them being, they were asleep. And then I would get home at, you know, 12.30, 1, 2.30, sometimes 3.30 when I was doing the, the club thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just didn't know. So relative to them, I was home way more during their day than now, even though I'm actually home more now than I ever have been. Oh, so, so it's a weird sort of yeah. So they don't necessarily feel that you're home more. No. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Mhm. Because yeah, I mean, kids that age like they don't just want to play with their friends. They want you to play with them all the time. Yeah. And they want yeah. It's it's sounds exhausting. It can be. It can be. Uh, luckily, if you get a little good at it, it it's not always exhausting, because when you're tired, then you're just like, how about we play a game and lay on the floor? Mm, I see. You mm. manipulate them. Yeah. You, well, I like to think of it as steering the activity in a particular <laughs> direction, but yes. Yes. I manipulate my children all the time. And now, with Harriet being four, it's Probably like a, they're probably about to come into like a little more 
like play with each other, entertain each other type of space. That's a tough age gap though. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's it is because they um they will go from playing together great to don't come in my room. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, the little one always wants to play with of her course. sister and her sister obviously is nine now and just wants space and her own thing and to be on her own. Yeah, yeah, and it only gets worse. I was talking to someone at the gym about this today. They were like, oh, yeah, I have this 14-year-old daughter, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> you, this has only just begun, and he was like, really? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it, it, there's just something about being like, from like 12 to 16, being a girl is just like, ah, life is so dramatic. You're ruining my life. Like, and you just feel mm-hmm. so fucking put upon and like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just what a nightmare. Yeah, I'm so, just going to lock them in the basement. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they'll be chill. Probably not. I just, yeah, it's nice and cool down there. They'll be chill. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in your basement. What's it like? Unfinished. Yeah, that's, pro- <laughs> that's probably why I've never been down there. Yeah. Um, we've really maxed out the time on these icebreakers, and we've only done two. Uh, Is there a time uh, limit to this? No, there's not a time limit. Okay. When Tim pulls in and starts looking at me podcasting in the car, that's... Can he join us? Uh, yeah, I mean... That would be interesting. Here's the thing. There's only two microphones. Um... But that's not as much of a barrier, I feel like, as I do think that Tim would make a very interesting podcast guest, but... In, as far as the integrity of my podcast, uh, having my husband be like the third guest just seems a little weird. You know, I feel like that's got to be like a little ways down the line. Sure. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things. I've been wanting a man to come on the podcast. It is a lot harder than you would think. Why? Men, because men uh, feel a little tighter about talking about their personal lives, I think. That makes sense. Um. I've asked, nay begged, several of our friends. Yeah? Yeah. Should I put (laughs) Kent Jensen on blast right now? Because Kent Jensen is perhaps my most... My most dedicated listener because he delivers the mail all day and has nothing to do except immediate... He will probably be the first one to listen to this podcast. (laughs) So, uh, Kent, get on the podcast. You know, and not that I want to plug any of Tim's ideas that will never happen because he's lazy, <laughs> but Tim does have an idea. You're I just forget. roasting him. He has, I forget, he has a name too. The name's pretty clever. If he shows up, we can ask him. But it's an idea that it is a podcast of dudes talking about, I don't want to say their emotions because I feel like that's not what he would say, but like dudes getting real with each other talking about real shit is that how dudes would say it because i think there is a real clamoring for this because i think that dudes are like oh i like joe rogan and he like talks about like aliens and drugs and stuff but like i really think they tune in because they like really crave people talking about like their actual inner thoughts and feelings i kind of go back and forth on the the joe rogan thing because some of them are fantastic he has definitely had episodes that i really liked and there's surprising ones and he's kind of all over the board which is cool uh there's definitely also a string of episodes that are completely skip worthy 
Uh, yeah, in their lifetime long. No interest. Um, yeah. Like two to three hours. I, I just, I, I don't get it. I love, I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day, and mm-hmm. I do not get the Joe Rogan thing. And I've heard him as a guest on other podcasts. I think he's like a perfectly fine and interesting people, people, persons, persons, and uh, I just can't. It's long, and, like, the guests he has on, and people are like, well, like, just hear everyone's perspective. It's like, I don't know. I don't need to hear, like, random See, 9-11 truther man's perspective on life. Like, I just yeah, don't. Yeah, no. I, well, some of those are fun just because he even takes it as, as like, the super weird ones. He mm-hmm. even takes it as so much of a, like, clearly this is fucking nonsense kind of situation. But then he gets into some of them too and it's just like ugh, whatever dude yeah i i don't know you know that meme where it's the guy sitting at the table and it's like blah 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 changed my mind mm-hmm. uh i really enjoy the one that says joe rogan is oprah for men changed my mind that's a hundred percent accurate it's a hundred percent accurate yeah uh, he is he is the man, Oprah. But yeah. you know what? Good for uh, well, him. He probably make... has almost as much money as Oprah at this point. No way. I I She's bet a he has a billionaire. Okay, I'm uh, there's um, slight exaggeration, but I bet he has. Oh, he's I'm, doing I'm fine. I'm gonna Google Joe Rogan's net worth. What what were he's you He's totally say? fine. Go ahead. Uh, he's not all over the board though. Like he has a handful of the more left leaning progressive guests or whatever. But there is definitely a uh, right-leaning slant, shall we say, to his guest selection. And fully for, agree for his like, like he full disclosure is never claimed to be a journalist or anything of the sort. So it's kind of you can't hold him to that standard. But then he doesn't uphold that as well, and he doesn't really challenge his guests on mm-hmm. any other shit, especially when they're wildly full of it. I completely agree, and I've talked to people about this. I And what I think is, but this is not a political podcast. I feel like this is what is wrong with everyone, is that the people that are really into Joe Rogan do kind of, like, take it as journalism or something. or oh, like it's not. It's not I had a whole argument once uh, when he had Alex Jones on, and people were, <laughs> like, people were like, well, I mean, like, everybody deserves a right to say their opinion. I was like, do you? Do you like understand what Alex Jones's opinion is? Like I don't no, I see, I think that we are like that is like a little too far into like, well, you know, just give people a platform see, for things. No, I mean people can try to achieve whatever platform they want, but that's kind of where I think he truly does fail in the the journalistic respect because um one Alex Jones doesn't need any sort of no, additional platform over anything not. he can get on his own. And two, um, you could make an argument for the, like, if it's obviously bullshit, but there are definitely people who don't think that it's bullshit. And, um, he, I mean, Jones said in court when he was, like, fighting for custody of his kids, it's all a fucking act. It's all bullshit. He doesn't believe any of it. Yeah, for sure. But the people that listen to him do, there's a great This American Life episode about Alex Jones and how he ruined a bunch of fucking people's lives. Like literally parents of kids that had been shot committed suicide because followers of Alex Jones fucking trolled them. So you should really listen to it. I'm I'm aware. Yeah. He is the worst. 
And no, I definitely don't think. And that almost makes it worse that he's just like, well, fucking believe this. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. making money off of it. Like, yeah. okay, so you're extra the worst person in the world then. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you don't even believe it. Anyway, we've gotten very off track. Also, Joe Rogan, $25 million. $25 million. That's not even close to Oprah it's money. It's not. But Is apparently, that annually or total? It says it's his net worth. So, I mean, technically your net worth is supposed to be like your I don't house, feel your like cars. that's accurate. It doesn't feel like enough. Between the UFC side businesses, he's got on it, he's got the podcast which has like mm-hmm. 100 million subscribers oh, or something well, see, ridiculous. Now on celebtatler.com, it says that his net worth is 55 million, which it just seems that seems Some closer to deep right. Deep sourcing you got there. You know, <laughs> if my, I have my I've I have lot, my finger in lots of areas. Um, so you probably don't have an answer because I doubt you've come up with one in the time that we've been talking. What are the three things that you most want to improve in your life in the next 12 months, one year? Um, I mean, I vaguely thought about it for like a minute there. Um, uh, the, the one okay answer which i don't think is even a good one is uh just kind of consistency with all of the little things uh like we were talking about it a minute ago and you're like you know are you do you need to keep your car clean i'm like well yes that is one thing that i need to do better but um just kind of like all of the like consistencies of the in and out of Mm -hmm. day-to-day life and like being more disciplined i guess about things that i usually just don't care about because mm-hmm. i'm more focused on big picture stuff mm-hmm. um so be a better person <laughs> yeah yeah in a and you know a very shallowish kind of way uh yeah that is a little shallow thinking i shouldn't even be looking at my text during a podcast because they're stupid <laughs> um are you a goal setting person? Um, I tr- kind of, I guess. Um, I have recently ish, like the last year or so, gotten really, really into like if I'm starting something, I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I think we all always have those like things that we would like to do or like want to do. So those are kind of my goals, and whether or not I ever actually get to them or accomplish them or you know it's a whole different Mm -hmm. thing but yeah like uh just this managing the schedule so that i can actually accomplish those same things that i've wanted to do since i was like 15 because in a large respect most of the stuff that i want to do other than you know the big general things of be a decent parent and not be a bad person Mm -hmm. are not largely changed since I've been like 15, you know, fitness and professional success and reading more and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that's like generally on, you know, people's top whatever list, certainly fitness, but then like actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. I don't actually do that. Yeah. All of those things. So I feel like overall just consistency. You want mm-hmm. to be a more consistent person, which right. I think we're all but striving h- for. But humans are, like, naturally inconsistent. So it's really just discipline that gets you, like, 
from A to B because it has to be a like a daily in and out of like doing those things. Yeah. At least with minor exceptions. Um, I think, and I think that you, uh, the listeners, again, mostly people who probably know you, but for those who don't, you were in the military, you were mm-hmm. deployed, mm-hmm. uh, and look, I've never been deployed anywhere, but I would assume that there's a large amount of discipline <laughs> involved in your, uh, day-to-day when you are actively a, uh, you know, on-duty military um, personnel. Yeah, um... I will say experiences vary. Mm, um, yeah, the I, I think it's lost on, um, for lack of a better phrase, I guess, just the civilian population because anybody who was in would know. Um, the military is such a gigantic organization that um, there's an endless array of experiences and jobs and what it can be like and it gets very toe holds that sort of you know military movie thing and mm-hmm. what basic training's like and all that kind of shit um but like when i was in afghanistan like you know i worked in an office most of the time and we had a schedule to keep we had stuff to do sometimes we worked you know literally for 18 hours a day for days on end and sometimes I didn't have anything to do for like a week. It's mm. just kind of like the way it the way it went. On the other hand, there were guys who, you know, were up on some fire base in the Korangal and getting shot at every single day. And then there was guys probably who were working at Bogger Airfield and never left it and went and got coffee every morning before they went to work. So there's it spreads the gamut for sure. So I guess do you think that Knowing you, I know that you are a person who has been drawn to the military from a young age. Do mm-hmm. you think that the fact that you gave me <clears throat> just two, not even three, things you wanted to improve, and they are essentially both the same <laughs> <laughs> uh, thing, which is consistency and discipline, mm-hmm. do you think that that desire for a consistent, disciplined existence sort of has always been present in your life Ooh, we're getting deep um probably as deep as joe rogan (laughs) (laughs) well we'll talk about the aliens later um probably um i mean you were there for some of it my upbringing was Mm -hmm. pretty chaotic to to say the least um so I think I kind of reacted. <laughs> Sorry, I just imagine like my neighbor looking at what is happening in this car right now and just being like, "What the fuck are you doing? You are talking into microphones with giant headphones, just idling in your car in the driveway." But people mind their business around here, so that's great. Sorry, go back into that deep thing that you were saying. Your childhood was chaotic. <laughs> Uh yeah, my childhood was chaotic and um a lot of the better skills, I guess I should say, as well as uh some of my shortcomings came out of that and that uh like my 
work ethic and my dis whatever discipline I do have and my want for more structure and and kind of some sense of goal setting um came out of the inconsistency of it all so then I naturally was like well I know what I'm going to do is not all of this nonsense and then my first job out of high school I worked at the railroad and I worked 65 hours a week when I was 19 um and then I just never really stopped in all honesty yeah i mm-hmm. i sense that because yeah. i also had a chaotic upbringing and i think that the amount that that makes you want to like avoid chaos at all costs and yeah. like find uh solace and discipline and structure is it is uh, very compelling, and I feel like when you know that, you can sort of feel that coming off of people, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this this chaos thing, it's no good. Consistency, planning, you saw my goal board, yeah. and it's on the floor. And, like, I think that it's been a struggle for me, and I don't know if you'll identify with this, but to be like, oh, maybe it's not good to be like that all the time. <laughs> Like, maybe it's okay Um, if things sometimes are just a little bit chaotic, and you don't always have to have, like, super control over every situation in life. Uh, I I would say yes and no, because there is definitely a, um, it's like a, it's a sort of balancing act, I think, of, um, you don't necessarily need unstructured time, per se, but you burn out way faster than you think you do on doing one thing. I think that's why uh, college students who go full-time or more than full-time always seem like they're super, super stressed because they're constantly in learning mode. They're constantly in that academic setting. It's always like sitting and, you know, reading and, and trying to absorb more information in order to regurgitate it back. And then the little, like, true free time that they do have, they go fucking batshit crazy and act like idiots. Um, Whereas, like, did I say this when we were recording earlier? Of, like, so I've gotten into this rhythm of working, like, 7 a.m. to 3-ish, which is my normal work day, and then after the fact, I'll come home, and I'll be painting or hanging a door, like, laying in trim in the house or something like that. But it doesn't... If I work another six hours after I worked eight hours it really didn't bother me at all because it was went from in an office working on a computer to like sawing wood and angling stuff and mitering corners and you know nailing it into place which is a wildly different thing you add into the middle of that a run to the gym or whatever else I'm gonna do and like my Zach, you're getting so wild with that microphone, and I can hear. And I know. (laughs) Am I all over the place? You're all over the place, and you critiqued my previous episodes. I did. Was that the problem? Uh, no, I don't know what the problem was. I talk with my hands. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do too. But it's yeah. You look. Uh, the listeners cannot see that your tequila glass is almost empty now. There was not that much in it to begin with. Wow. Uh, I feel like as the tequila has gone down, the wild waving of the microphone has increased. Okay, I'll 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 try to be better about it. Add it to my list of things for this year. Okay, be more consistent about talking on microphones in yes. my car. Um, 
But yeah, I think you just need to, if you can shift enough gears throughout the day, mm-hmm. then you won't burn out on those things. It's when you try to work 12-hour days doing the exact same thing every single day, you're shot at the end of that. Even if you're working a four-day work week and you have three days off, like you're burned out. I think people don't give themselves nearly enough credit for how stressful or how much energy it really does take to work a full-time job and then do other things as well, especially if you have other real responsibilities. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think that it, (laughs) I mean, it's sort of like here... I think is in the middle, if you think about it. Then you go to places in Europe where they sort of think that we like work way too much and we don't take enough time for recreation or vacations. And then there's like China <laughs> and they're like, hey, our kids go to school seven days a week. And uh, so I think, you know, like relatively American culture is sort of in the middle of like you're expected to work, probably not vacation that much. And then get other stuff done. But I, you know, I do think that there's probably a little bit of a healthier balance than we have, than most people have. But it's so weird because all my friends are, like, really hard workers, you know. And I'm aware that there are people that just, like, sort of, like, don't work that much and then just, like, chillax. Full yeah. disclosure, I go on a lot of vacations. Because <laughs> I know someone's listening to this like, Erica is on vacation all the time. But <laughs> when I'm not on vacation, I am working all of the time, all hours of the night and day. Um, I will, I mean. Do you, do you like take breaks or something throughout the day and like do it? I mean, obviously uh, you're yeah, doing this. I mean, Are you yeah. going to work more yeah, after yeah. this? Probably. But it's not, that's the thing about my work is that it's like, I don't have to be in the office to do it. So like for today, I'm expecting um, a signed purchase agreement to come through for my buyers. And then I'll follow up with that and talk to them about what the next steps are going to be uh, inspections. Um, I have to follow up with another client about uh, some inspection <laughs> stuff. Um yeah, I mean, I'll probably do, like, another solid hour of various emailing and communicating after this. It's not bad, though. It's not terrible. Right. Uh, some night, I mean, it just, like, it's so, it so depends on where my clients are at in the process. Like, right now, yeah. it's, like, pretty nice because we're just starting. We got some accepted offers. There's, like, some good feelings about it. Um and then, like, once we do the inspections, there will probably be a chaotic couple of days where there's lots of, like, uh, sort of hostile negotiations. Out. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> always, but, like, sometimes it's very stressful and, it, you know. Um, the other night, uh, our good friends uh, Patrick and Patricia, or Shanna, mm-hmm. uh, made an offer on a house that oh, they really, oh, it doesn't, it's not a, it's not a happy story. Uh-oh. That they really loved and was a really great house for them. And it turned out that this guy had actually, like, previously accepted an offer and just was either too lazy or was keeping it active for some nefarious, weird reason. Mm. Uh, And so he had 
just kept the listing as active and like approved our showing and like never never said that he had accepted an offer and like that and he told me at like 9 30 at night and I was like okay well I can tell them right now or I can wait till the morning and I decided to just kind of like rip the band-aid off and get it over with uh but yeah like it fucking sucks to be texting someone at 10 and be like hey know that house that you love that we thought you could totally get because there were no offers and it was active and you know yeah like no that's not a thing at all and so like that sucks like that's a sucky day for me um and there's plenty of days that i'm working like at 10 or 11 or later um which i don't mind because there's days that like it's three and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to a happy hour. So it's, you know, it's all like, or I'm going to the cabin for the weekend and I can leave at three on a Thursday. So it's all back and forth, but I can see how from the outside perspective, it would look like a lot of like happy hours and events and parties and not, sure. Not working. You're not like, they're like, you know, doing data analysis and like running you know huge projects yeah. to try to like build a skyscraper where yeah. you're you know no it's that's it's, that sounds terrible it it does like yeah. and that's but also like that's why i picked this job and i think sometimes when people are like you gone so many vacations are you this or that i'm like well if it seems like super great and easy to you like you the barrier to entry is pretty much zero so like yeah. give it a shot but you won't because the ultimate downside is that I don't get paid until a house closes. So, right. like, I could have as many happy hours and uh, whatever, but if I don't close houses, like, money does not come in. So, right. and most people aren't willing to do that. And that's sort of how our economy works when less people are willing to do a job or to go through the uh, education needed to get a job, like a doctor, a lawyer. There's, right. you know more demand higher prices yeah that's how it works it's economy i know thanks joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's listening yeah uh so that's all you have consistency discipline you don't have any like i have like i'll be honest with you i had a, a pretty good one when i was driving over here and i can't remember it at the moment oh, God damn if we sorry. keep talking maybe i'll remember it um do you have a fitness goal you talked about fitness <laughs> Not overall, I guess. Um, the only thing I can think of is I wish I could do a backflip. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Right? Which is all obviously relative to like your, your leg strength and, and your kind of output versus like how much you weigh. So there's going to be this like sliding scale of like mm-hmm. gaining muscle versus... Sure. Well, I think there's what a skill component too that that's probably not insignificant. No, no, all leg strength. I I nope. pretty, I've seen a lot of backflips in my day and I feel yeah. like I've seen some not super leg strong people do them. <laughs> so, I don't Maybe. buy this and also uh I recently accomplished my goal of being able to do a handstand, which nice. is something that I that seemed very out of reach, and I blamed on my tallness and weight ratio. But it turns out, no, 
I just needed to practice, and uh, it's actually not super hard. Hmm. I guess I have, I mean, I have a, a lot of goals, I guess, in that regard of, like, there's a backflip thing, or, like, for But have you been cardio. working on the backflip? No. Oh, my gosh. Well, then yeah. that's not really a goal, because you're get just, there. like... I'll, it's a goal. I'm just not wish. working on it right now. That You know what? That's one thing I have gotten better at. I think maybe this was the thing I was thinking of earlier, is that, like... Having, I have always been um, super time driven mm-hmm. in in the sense of like, um, almost to like anxiety level of I am thirty two. What's the average life expectancy of American? Like thirty seventy three seventy four. Is it really like that, that young? I'm, I feel like it's. I mean, eighty something. I feel like it's early eighties. Google foo that shit. Uh, hold on. So anyway, it's like seventy something, eighty something. We'll uh, say eighty just for the. What's it say? It says seventy-eight point six nine years, but this just does not seem like I. I don't. I mean, is that men or women? Are we? That's from twenty (laughs) sixteen. We're three years in the future. I like where your head's at with the analytics, though. I just. Um. No, but so I th- I didn't even think about it. You know, I'm 32. Average life expectancy is will round up for 79. That means what? I've got uh, 47 years left. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I have 47 years left on average on this planet. And unless I take drastic measures to take care of myself, it's going to just gradually get harder. Like, anything that I want to do will gradually get more difficult as you know i'm not getting bigger and stronger and faster naturally at this point um i certainly don't remember things better that's for damn Mm -hmm. sure um so to try to like take advantage of that and like not waste any time in in any like i hate small talk i could sit down with you and have like a deeper conversation about like life in general but when the neighbor says hey how's it going man i'm like good this is why we get along. I cannot stand small talk. No, there's you, so much to talk about. It's just uh, like being bored. There's so many things to talk about. Right. Why would you fucking talk about the weather? If you want to talk to me, like, let's sit down and let's talk about something. But if you don't have anything to talk about, you just leave me alone. That's what you need to do. I've got shit to do. But I've one thing I want to get better at is to finally answer your question, or mm-hmm. at least two out of three. Um, and that I've started to get better at since I don't work quite as much as I used to, um, is accepting the idea that, like, this is something I want and I will get to it, but I don't have to get to it right now. It's okay that I'm not pursuing everything that I want all at once. Because for a large part of my life, I've been terrible at that. I need to do everything all at the same time right Mm -hmm. now. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's cool if I, you know, take my time after the workday to come be on Erica's podcast or if I take Monday, Tuesday to work on the house and not do this or that because I will have time to do that. I might not have forever, but I will get to those things. I think that that is very sagely advice because i also struggle with that like no i need it's my goal i need to do it right now while i would advise that it's kind of now or never with the backflip thing for you (laughs) 
Like, I don't know how long you really want to marinate on that one. Um, <laughs> I think in general, um, I've recently been reading through some things that I wrote um, shortly after I came back to Minneapolis from Wisconsin, which I think was uh, certainly a very difficult time for me. I know a difficult time for you, and I think just generally for a lot of people we know, uh, a time of like a lot of change and self-reflection. And um, What year was is, that, just uh, refreshing my memory? Like 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's sad. Like, I reach it, and I'm like, that's fucking sad man <laughs> like it is like so dark and it is and, and it's like so much of it is just like centered around this like persistent like feeling of not feeling like I was where I was supposed to be at this point in my life like feeling like I went to college I did the things and now I'm just like sitting here rotting I don't have healthy relationships with men. I'm not where I'm supposed to be at in my life. I'm supposed to be more successful, like looking at other people and just being like, why isn't this happening now? And I don't identify with that at all anymore. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm a successful young person. Like, who cares? Yeah. And I think that, like, from where I was when I wrote that to now, like, I don't think I could imagine that my life was going to change that much. So I think oh, kind yeah. of like trying to rush where you're at or your goals is, you know, it's a fool's errand. Like things are right. going to happen when they're going to happen. No, don't lose sight of everything. Don't just say, fuck it. I'm going to go drink a right. beer. But like, you know, at 32, we've got some time. We've got some years. Right. Not for backflips again. <laughs> <laughs> like you're past your backflip prime. Obviously. But that doesn't mean I can't do it. Um. I well, I think that there's two things that you kind of touched on there is that like when you go through like traumatic things, I think at any point in your life, it creates that sort of like holy shit, anything can go wrong at any minute. And at least for me, I don't know if it did for you, like like that was just the mind state forever. Mm-hmm. And that gradually evolved into like do not waste your time on stupid shit, which eventually turned into me trying to do everything all at once and doing nothing particularly well and then trying to waste time because I was so stressed out, so burned out from trying to do everything all at the same time. And then once you do at least kind of hit, you know, a little bit of success or a little bit of security being the big thing, and having the flexibility both in your schedule and financially to be able to do things and be like, all right, if I don't get to this this week, I can still afford to do that next week. I will have time because I only work 40 hours a week. I can do that next Tuesday. I know that. I, you know, that relieves an enormous amount of like that tension of like, I have to do it right now or I don't want to do this shit because it's wasting my time or, you know, however yeah. it kind of evolves for each person. But yeah, I think it's just like there, there is time 
there's not infinite time. I mean, don't like, no. don't like, you know, do nothing. But like, there's time for you to progress. Like for me, it's like constantly feeling like I have these really ambitious financial goals. Um, and my job is very unique in that, like, I can have very ambitious financial goals and like they can happen or they cannot. Whereas most people are like, well, I could get a raise. And it's like, but you couldn't make $100,000 more this year if you just tried really hard. And it's not that simple <laughs> because believe me, it's that fucking simple as trying really. I mean, that is like certainly right. a, a part of it, but like sort of just being like, oh, I didn't hit my financial goals for the year. But then looking back and being like, oh, but I still did really well and also i'm only 32 and i don't have any kids and like i have time to like make my goal amount of money like i'm probably not going to make like my goal salary at 32 yeah probably just not gonna happen and it's okay because i still zach how many houses do you you own one oh interesting i own (laughs) two houses Two houses. Where's the other one? It's not that far from here. It's a uh, 23rd and James. Okay. What if I get really famous and then everyone knows where I live? In the vicinity of 23rd and James? Yeah. I mean, but. I mean, that's like a whole block, but they can Well, figure now it out. you put it into like quantifiable distance. Yeah. Now you can be found. <laughs> well, I can't be found because I don't live there. <laughs> there? But you live a block from there. There are some tenants that are. Uh, not great who live there currently yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you buy it with tenants in there <sighs> technically yes was i supposed to buy it with tenants in there no they were supposed to be out and the previous owners did not give them proper legal notice and thus there are still tenants <laughs> <laughs> are they paying you absolutely not they're not paying me uh isn't that grounds all on its own? Or do you, you got to go through the whole documentation You have to go process? through the whole thing, and they're all going to be out by the end of the month, and they are so fucking poor. And I don't, like, people are going to listen to this and feel bad for them. Don't. They are able-bodied, early 30s-something people without children. Like, there's truly no reason that yeah. they are, like, yeah. It's, it's absolutely just, like, they like to party, and they like to fucking do their shit. And, uh... They, Which is fine. There are but five also, of like, yeah. Get your shit together. There are five of them. Yeah. They are all individual adults, although some of them are related. But it's not like parent-child situation. Sure. Um, and they were paying one thousand dollars a month to live in this home. Which is $200 per person per month, if you're right. doing the math. Which, uh, I mean, I don't... I it's mean, maybe if you live in Alabama, that's, like, not <laughs> a lot. But, like, that's... There is nowhere you can live for $200 a month. Well, there goes your chances at uh, popularity in itself. Yeah, I guess. I know. And people are going to think I'm, like, a monster landlord. But, uh, no, these no, people truly... That's, that's ridiculous. And I, in this economy, when there's almost, at least in Minnesota, there's almost as many job openings as there are people filing for unemployment. Like, if you're willing to, like, work... It's there. And they're not unemployed also, by the way. They just, like, (laughs) they're not unemployed. They have jobs. They all have jobs. They just, like, don't spend their money on paying rent. Yeah. They, I I can't even begin. Did you offer them a lease at, like, no, because market, we want right? to live there. Oh, you want to move in? Yeah, there we want them gone. Out. We want them so 
so gone. Okay. And so that is why uh, we closed in June. I got the prorated rent from the last owners for June. And then uh, they're supposed to be out by the end of July. I have received zero July rent. But here's the thing. They have no money. So any money that I take from them is then less money that they have they to find so a new money? home. I they I don't think they make so little money. First of all, one of them has side hustle. She's like a seamstress, and I've seen her braiding people's hair, and she has a regular job. And I, it, it's confounding. Yeah, um, I lived in a house like that I, once, I but I was twenty two, not thirty two, and frankly, that's a big difference. it seems as drugs are involved. Uh, I don't want to cast aspersions on them, but I've been over there a few times and been like, there's something happening with you (laughs) like you don't seem like a sober person right now um a a little tweaky and i i think that there's probably um some drugs i don't think they have great jobs by the way but i they do have jobs jobs. and and if all you're paying for rent is like 200 dollars a month yeah they have like nice clothes and stuff like they're not yeah they're not destitute uh but oh boy will they not leave my house and uh two of Two of the ladies have vacated, and they're working on getting their stuff out, and three of the men are just firmly in there. One one Mm. of them is applying for emergency assistance to move to his next place. And also, these people have known that they've had to move for a long time. Yeah. Like, a long time. Yeah. And uh, they just aren't moving. So I have tenants that... I really have squatters at this point, because they have not paid me. But I also have not explicitly told them to get the fuck out, because all... All I truly want is for them to leave by the end of the month. Right. And if they can just do that. Yeah. Then we'll be fine. They're not gonna. Probably not. No. I I just like don't want to ruin their lives by filing an unlawful detainer against them. Um but you know. Yeah. We'll see August first how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh I mean, I did that at a time when I was like twenty two, like I just said, and um Granted, the scenario is much, much different because the bank owned it and obviously didn't give a shit instead mm-hmm. of, like, a different landlord. Um, but we lived there for years. And we didn't leave until, like, finally there was a sticker on the front door one day from the sheriff's department. And we are like, oh, shit, they noticed. Where was this? Bloomington. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't know that house yeah. was like that. Mm-hmm. That is... Yeah, we didn't pay rent there for, like, three years. You just squatted in that house for three years? Nobody kicked us out. It was Utility just... companies didn't give a shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. If they're getting paid. Yeah. They don't care. So it was just, like, somewhere in the process of foreclosure and just, like, never... So we moved in, uh-huh. and then the bank just didn't do anything. They never showed up. They never inspected the place. Like, there was one of us there all the time. Nobody ever showed up. So we just kept living there for free until eventually, like, I don't know, somebody said something at some point, and then, like, a sheriff showed up and slapped a sticker on the door and didn't say anything. And we're like, oh, I guess we actually have to leave now. Man, that is crazy. I did not know <coughs> you guys were living there for free. Yeah, I mean, which was good because we were all not in the best of place at the time, but Yeah, well that would have been out. that's where you lived before you went to Afghanistan, yeah. And after. And after. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember that part. 
Yeah. Uh, it was wow. kind of a, uh, I mean, as much as it wasn't glorious by any means, it was definitely a saving grace for a lot of our friends in the uh, low swing years of our lives. Uh, I've fallen asleep on the couch there several times. <laughs> That's, yeah, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Because it was you, Robbie, and Rob. Yeah? Um, at, well, Rob always lived there. Robbie moved in. Uh, Pat, our friend Chris, lived there. W lived there. Um, our friend Jessica lived there. Oh, yeah. Um, there was like a rotating cast of individuals that were in and out over a number of years, all of which were kind of like the, you know, hey, can I crash on your couch? And it was like, well, I got a bedroom if you need it. And then they, you know, would gradually get their shit together in one way or another and move along. Hmm. I wonder if any of my tenants are getting their shit together. (laughs) Never know. <laughs> and moving along. No, they're not. They're no. definitely not. Although no. the one of the girls did tell me she was moving to Arizona, which I thought might be a nice change for her. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes big things like well, that. Well, you know, as long as she takes all of her shit with her, I'm <laughs> in full support. But it did seem like a nice change. So now it's time for what I've decided will be called Frivolous Failings. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the little things in your life uh, that you feel you're struggling with. You should be better at. Uh, Already mentioned, keeping my car clean is one of these things for me. Currently, that's big on my list. Um, I would say that I should do that, too. I just, um, because I, you know, objectively speaking, should, but um, I just don't care that much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't care until I try to have a podcast within my car, and then it feels like it it should be cleaner. (laughs) It's not that bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you don't know what I'm talking about because I cleaned it out. I had a full-ass roll, a cut-in-half roll here just mere hours ago. What do you mean roll? Well, uh, someone gave me a sandwich. And I'm absolutely never eating carbs because I'm always trying to lose weight. And uh, so obviously I just ate the middle out of it, but I had to get going. So (laughs) I took it for the road. Uh, And then so I ate the inside and then, um, you know, I just had the bun part. Oh, Oh, you're and, saving uh, it for someday. Well, it to be emergency. fair, I always keep emergency this, snacks. In this my was car. yesterday. Oh, you want to talk emergency snacks? I've got some uh, some Jack Links in oh, there. Oh, there you go. We got Just some. In uh, case. Oh, what do we got in here? We got pistachios. We got some. Uh, there you go. Some jerky. Yeah. Some epic bars. That one's half eaten. There is nothing as terrible as getting stuck in traffic on the way home and being hungry. I agree. I agree. It is terrible. And uh, I never eat lunch because I am always too busy to eat lunch. And so I eat jerky and nuts in my car. Or when I'm really desperate, sometimes I'll eat like a McDonald's burger with no bun on it. And that's when my life is really sad. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, just, you know, I I spend a lot of my time and energy trying not to eat shitty things. Yeah. And yet somehow I'm not as skinny as I want to be. And when I talk to people and they're like, why don't you just have a sandwich? I'm like, oh, can you just casually have a sandwich? <laughs> because I spend 70% of my mental energy not eating shitty things. Yeah. And I still manage to be just slightly not fat. Or do you Have you looked into intermittent fasting? I have. It's... A lot, but I feel like I sort of inadvertently do a lot of intermittent fasting. Right. So just do that with a little bit more focus, mm. right? Is that going to get me skinny? I mean, one of several things, you know, it's mm. human metabolic symptoms are always like super complicated and take all sorts of different efforts yeah. in different ways. Yeah. But Well, I feel yeah. like I definitely don't have genetics on my side. And yeah. so I'm really fighting a a losing battle here, but uh, yeah, I don't uh, yeah. gotta have those snacks because then you know McDonald's burger is not great. No, I got one the other day. It's like a burger with no cheese, mm-hmm. no ketchup, and I opened it up, <laughs> and I wasn't gonna eat the bun either. And, you know, it was already a sad little patty for most people, but it just had one pickle (laughs) in the middle and, like, a teardrop of mustard and, like, two onion sprinkles. And I was like, this is truly the fucking saddest thing I've ever eaten. It was just like, like, the person who made it was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they put zero effort into making this hamburger (laughs) and it was so sad and i ate it while i drove in my car and then i probably threw the bun on the ground so it's for the birds yeah so i do need to work on cleaning out my car and i mean don't even you can't even it's fine in here it's bad it's fine so what else what else what else are you working on what do the like on the super trivial frivolous level Mm -hmm. of things um, I feel like I've been getting better and better at those things, but if I have anything that I'm still, like, just, just shitty at, the car thing really does get out of hand sometimes, and I think the problem is genuinely that I just, I don't care. Like, I quasi-live in my car because i constantly either going to work or home from work. It's a solid 25-minute commute, and then... Gonna go to Home Depot or do whatever the hell I'm doing over there, and then so like I'm in my car a lot. So then I'm just like, well, it's not clean, but I want things accessible to me, so I keep them in the seat, the glove box, or whatever. And this is me justifying my lazy ass behavior, obviously. Um, so the car thing is definitely an easy one. Um, other than that, I'm probably perfect. So <laughs> wow, I. Uh, can go. I call Samantha right now and verify how perfect you are? What would, okay, if she was here, what would she say you should work on? What would Samantha say uh-huh. that I should work on? Yeah. Um, everything, probably. <laughs> Ev- everything. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, it's a hot mix on whether or not uh, she loves me or uh, is not impressed with my bullshit at all. Yeah, that's well. That's how you know you have a healthy relationship. That's the mix. That's is it? The, that's is the it? mix that you're going for. 
well, I guess I'll consider myself successful at that too then. Yeah, like I made that nice post about Tim because I made him stay up till midnight fixing my car when truly he only wanted, wanted me to take to it, it into the garage and have them do it. What was your reluctance to do it? Like you had to have known on some level that you either were biting off something you weren't sure you could chew or didn't have the tools for. Well, you'll be surprised to find neither. <laughs> that neither of those things. It was uh, sheer, just like, I don't even want to say laziness, just like avoidance of the issue. Um, we absolutely have the tools we need for it. Um, also, my husband works in a metal fabrication shop where right. he could literally have anything I need made for me. Um, I've also changed struts on previous cars, and I know it's a simple process. And here's the thing. I also knew that since they were factory, there were going to be some bolts. They were going to be corroded. That's why I had Tim there, because he was going to be the muscle, and he was going to get that shit off. Uh, if I had to pinpoint the two things <laughs> one wrong in this plan is that I relied too heavily on my little scissor jack. Is it flimsy? Certainly. Have I done extensive work on my car before using it? Absolutely, I have. Something has clearly shifted. Uh, what? Well, you use the word rely and scissor jack in the same <laughs> sentence, and that was just a, yeah. Uh, number two thing is I really thought that with enough WD-40 and tools and muscle, we could get any of the bolts that needed to be gotten off off, and that was not the case. No. Uh, there was one that proved too mighty for us. And so do have I regret you, wait, it? Have you fixed this? Absolutely not. We are, sitting, <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting in a car that has one brand new strut on the left-hand side, the driver's side, and one put back in old strut and a broken sway bar link. But here's the thing. I've driven many a shitty car. And Tim yeah. was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to fucking drive this car because I know very well you can drive a car with a broken sway bar link for quite some Absolutely. time. Absolutely. You don't even need them. No. Really. I mean, is it clanging around in there? Yeah. Does Just it wobble it a little bit? Sure. I'm not cutting it off. I have gone past that point in my life. I bought a new one. It's somewhere in this car. And when Tim gets home, we're going to, I've learned some new jacking tactics from the man at the auto store. We're going to jack it back Phrasing. up. We're going to take it, take it off and uh, we're going to get it done. And it's going to be, it's going to be good. And then it'll be fixed and I'll have only spent like a hundred. Oh, there's Tim calling. Let's put him on speakerphone. Hold on. Hello, Tim. Hello. The speaker. Oh, we're trying to put you on the podcast that we're having in my car. In your car? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, boy. Now Whoa. Yeah. You podcast? Yeah. It's the only quiet space in our house, and it's not in our house. Oh, that's good. That's wow. Good. Yeah. Um, are you coming home? Should I? <laughs> what kind of answer is that? Yeah. That's a smart answer, Tim. That's a smart answer. You never know what could be going on. It was an honest question. 
it's a it's a good question. It's a good question. You should come home. We've been talking for like an hour and a half. Uh, so certainly by the time you get home, I'll be ready to. We were just talking about how we're gonna fix this car. By we, she means you. Absolutely not, Tim. Tell the people I'm the handier <laughs> person in this couple. I ate my This is why Tim isn't a guest on my podcast. Oh, wait, you're really live on your podcast right now? Well, no, we are not. recording. It's, oh, it's recording. We're not live. It doesn't broadcast anywhere. Maybe could, it should. I could cut oh, this you're not, out. You're not popping like that, huh? <laughs> uh, Tim, I think that, yeah, you could come home and we'll get the car fix. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll stop making money and come fix the car. Well. Come six. All right, I'll see you. All right. Bye. Tim probably got to work at like 5 o'clock this morning. That's shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough work. That is it's enough work. too much work. Yeah, it's absolutely too Does much work. Does he work like four days a week? No. <laughs> he works seven days a week. That's stupid. Yeah, it's real stupid. Yeah. And also, I don't really care about the money that much. Yeah. I mean, I want more money, but I mean, like, we're all gonna but die. I bet some... he does. We're all gonna die someday. I yeah. make more money than Tim does, so. Yeah, but he wants to make more money. So he can make more than me. No, so that he can have more money. I don't know if Tim cares about money that much. Really? He hasn't, he hasn't really. I mean, we do have two houses. He did want yeah. another house, so that was a thing. But that's all. That's all squared away. Um, I don't know. He's not like really interested in stuff. He's not really into like buying stuff. Huh. Yeah. I mean, maybe trips. Taking more trips, he would be interested in. Sure. Just generally some, getting some savings together. Well, <laughs> the savings. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so far down the road. I've got two houses. Why do I need savings? I'll sell one of them. <laughs> you don't just use all of your money to buy whatever you want no well, you have kids so it's like oh yeah you gotta like fucking be responsible and save things i, I need at least like a little emergency aside because like if you know if you're single or you just don't have kids and you break your leg and you can't work for like two months you you know Peanut butter and jelly and ramen noodles sucks, but it's fucking whatever as long mm -hmm. as you have enough to pay the rent. But, like, if I have two children and if I can't work for, like, two months, tough shit, dude. Like, figure it out. <laughs> like, you you still have to do everything you would normally do financially. Yeah. I broke my ankle and delivered pizzas at Domino's for six weeks, during which time I also got robbed. Sounds shitty. Yeah. <laughs> what People... was shittier, trying to lug pizzas around with a broken foot or getting robbed? Oh, definitely pizzas with a broken foot. Yeah. I mean, getting robbed isn't, like, stellar, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, I had worked in food delivery for so long and avoided getting robbed so many times by the time I finally got robbed that, like, 
and known you so many people that got robbed that I'm just like, uh, I mean, like, they're not going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel in danger. I yeah. just felt yeah, it wasn't great. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to rob people. And if they complain, I'm like, is it really that bad? Is it that bad? Uh, I think all I want is your money. I think my threshold for (laughs) (laughs) for shitty things is higher than some people. Also, I mean, Tim's been robbed twice. Would it be worse if the guy robbing you was mocking you as well? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I rolled up and I, it was two young guys. And um, I think they one was kind of an asshole, but I think the other one kind of felt bad. I think that they were. Def- <laughs> I think that they were definitely expecting a. You're empathizing with your robbers. <laughs> no, I feel like they were empathizing with me. <laughs> I feel like they were expecting like some dumbass dude, and it was just like a young girl with a fucking boot and a handicap placard, and they were just like felt a little bit less like, <laughs> oh shit. <coughs> and uh, I was robbed for $16 and some change <laughs> and some pizzas. And that's it. I had a gun shoved in my face. My life was threatened for $16 and some change and some pizzas. <laughs> so, and uh, uh, even the people I know who've gotten robbed and, um, you know like lost more money it's like a couple hundred bucks yeah like it's it's really not like a super lucrative right gig robbing delivery drivers um and like the risk is definitely high yeah (laughs) like i mean like you know if you're gonna engage in criminal activity with the point of making money there's obviously better ways to go yeah yeah um i don't you know like the gun just the gun investment, like, yeah, probably a lot more than sixteen dollars. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't think they even broke even on my robbery, so they yeah, probably you rob a lot of people. Yeah, to pay for gun. well, yeah, they and they were young, and I mean, maybe it was a lot of pizza. To be fair, it was probably you, like a hundred dollars worth of pizza. Did they resell it? You think, or they just like ate it? Um, I have no idea, but it. they did very forcefully tell me that they were also taking the pizza bags as <laughs> if I was going to just be like, no, not the bags. <laughs> <laughs> have my money, but not the fucking bags. <laughs> like, think I don't our... fucking care about that. Like, take them. You wouldn't even need a gun. Like, I probably would just <laughs> give them to you if you, like, forcefully asked for them. Like, what am I going <laughs> to, what what's my loyalty to Domino's? Like... <laughs> Oh, not think, the, if I come uh, back without the bags, my boss will be so angry. Do you think armed robbers do uh, an over-under on return on investment for buying the gun to rob people with? Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like there's very little thought. And I also think that, at least for these two, there was just, like, a coolness factor of, like, talking to their friends and being like, yo, I got a gun. Like, they were real young. And I feel bad mm. because... Like, dude, if they would have gotten caught for armed robbery, yeah, for sixteen dollars, like that is fucking. And they, I think they were over eighteen, but they were like eighteen or nineteen, so they'd just be like fucked forever. And Your who knows? sympathy is amazing. I, 
don't feel as upset about it as I should. Ask me about my shitbag tenants, though, because I do not like them. But <laughs> Fuck those guys. They had ample opportunity to turn their lives around. Um, I don't know. I think I know that after I got robbed, several of our mutual friends told me that they used to rob delivery drivers. Yeah. And it's not great. And I do not condone it. But, like, also some people who are, like, generally okay people as adults, I think, are capable of making shitty decisions when they're kids. And especially when they feel like, oh, like, I'm just such a badass. Like, I'm so cool. Like, let me tell my friends I robbed somebody. And that's, they'll give me, like, all the cool, woke street. Well, not woke. I guess is it woke to rob people? Probably not. Uh, street street cred points. Street cred points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we know some people have done some pretty shitty things. I know some people that still do shitty things. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you hang out with them? I don't. Well, I know them. Well, I know who they okay. are. Yeah. You know, still like associated on the internet. Well, I don't. Yeah, that's you know, how you keep track depending of their on lives what and they're they're shitty things that they're doing i may or may not actually that's not true i have a certain like threshold oh for like accepting the this went to sleep and i hope that we are still recording that'd be Pause, hilarious please. how long have we been talking hello are we oh. still recording i believe we are it's still counting hold on oh it's still going baby wow I did not know my computer could go to sleep while such things were happening. That was slightly terrifying because uh, if I change this into the display into minutes, it's been a lot of minutes. You know what I appreciate about this computer going to sleep instance right now? What? That we have known each other for 17 years and you still spell my name wrong. Oh, boy. I was I was rushed. I was rushed. I'm giving you shit. I never care about such things. People say my name wrong all the time, particularly my last name, and I'm just like, whatever. Krog, Krog. Yeah. Which do people say, which do you prefer? You'll never know. <laughs> I probably won't. Because, <laughs> um... I'm having a crisis of which one I say now because both sound vaguely like I've said them before. Probably have. Uh, look at look at these sound levels. They're so nice. It's like right there in the middle. I feel like this is going to be the best episode yet. Certainly the longest episode. Uh, Zach, do you have any final words, wishes, thoughts? Do you want people to follow you on Instagram? No. Do you have an Instagram? I do. It's mainly for uh, people I choose to actually associate myself with and not p the people of the internet. Because, mm -hmm. as we all know, the people of the internet are awful. Um, but, yeah, that's all that's that's there for. Uh, yeah. I mean, my social media is there for everyone all yeah. the time. But... I respect that people like privacy. I, uh, my personal Facebook page, mm -hmm. I delete friend requests all the time. People in my office, like from people I know, people <laughs> I know, and I'm just like, no, you're not, 
Like, I would rather accept a Facebook friend request from someone I didn't know at all than, like, random person in my office who I don't want to know my business. <laughs> like, uh, gosh, I don't know. I have one that keeps popping up, and it's like, I don't even want to say who it is because that person could very well listen to this. The person Ooh. that's associated with this person could listen to this, and then I would feel bad. But I just, uh, I mean, like, people in my office, particularly when they friend request me, if we're not, like, actual friends, I'll delete it. Yeah, I don't do that. I did have the luxury of defense for a long time of being a manager, so anytime uh, somebody that I worked with would request me as a friend, unless they were also a manager and I liked them, I'd be like, nope, can't do it, I'm in charge of you, Yeah, it's unethical. But then, uh, you know, eventually I don't work there anymore and I run out of excuses. But at that time, then it doesn't matter at all because I'll never see them again. And if I actually like them as a person, then I can just, you know, accept them and it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, I have accepted some that I was reluctant to and not, you know, regret Why? Um, it's literally always because i think it will be more awkward to not accept it if i ever accept a friend request that i don't want to it's always because i've done a mental calculation and this person is going to somehow find out or confront me about it and it's not worth the hassle that is also why people were some people were invited to my wedding because it was truly <laughs> felt it would be more uncomfortable than it was worth to just not invite them. I'm not saying who, but I would say there were no less than six people who were invited to the wedding. Will you tell me after we turn this off? Absolutely. Uh, although I don't <laughs> think you'll know them all. Um, but yeah, it like, I try to keep it really real up until the point of just like being publicly rude or making things. Oh, you gotta let go of that. No, dude, make it uncomfortable. Get weird. <laughs> Get weird. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll also. There are people that I've unfollowed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that they would immediately see that we were not friends anymore and bring it up, and I didn't want to deal with it. But also, I did not want to see their shit anymore. Yeah. I don't really care if they see my shit, but like, you know, there's some over posters of sorts. Yeah. And then when they bring it up, you should be like, yeah, your shit sucks. I don't want to see that shit no more. Yeah. I'm an addict of memes. Are you, <laughs> are you a Sunday Vibes member? No. I don't oh, know I got to get you on Sunday Vibes. It's a Facebook group. But here's the thing I fucking love a meme. But I feel like I, the groups on Facebook have gotten wildly out of control real fast. Yeah, this one's great though. This one okay. you got—it's okay. just memes, and they're dark, and they're hilarious, and they're good. Yeah. But I keep my meme posting mainly to there because I'm aware that no one wants to see a fucking entire newsfeed full of my meme. So I put it into the group for me. You, you make your own. No, 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 no. I steal them. I steal them from people. <laughs> I, I steal them, and then I think they're funny, and I put them in the group, and then we laugh about it. But, like, I don't... I, I'm aware of the audience. Like, I know that mm. people don't want to fucking see memes all day. 
and I hope that when I have a kid, I will I... not just flood the feeds with my kid because I know people uh, don't want to see it. People do that. You do not do that. No, not at all. I rarely see your child. Honestly, well, Samantha posts some pictures of the children, but if it were and their grandparents do, but if it were up to me, my children would not be on social media at all. Like point blank period. There is no one in the world that needs to see my children that couldn't get an email or a text message or whatever of that same picture of them. I get that perspective, but I I do get the other perspective as well of like you like for example, me, you're probably not going to text me a lot of pictures of your children. Do you but want I, pictures of my I children? I would like to see them from time I to have time. A I'm not of them. saying also, all the time. You know what else you could do? Go to your house that's five yeah! minutes from here. Oh, well, you could come to here. We have dogs. Kids like dogs. Your dog is bigger than both of my children put together. It's true. But you had yeah. a not super small dog before. That was decrepit and <laughs> basically a rug. He was so. Like, Tobis was the kindest dog ever, mostly he because he had trouble moving at all. Well, look, I have seen him move for food before. I yeah. have left food in accessible places thinking he did not move. Yeah. And then he will move. Well, yeah. rest in peace. But yeah. he would move for the food. So yeah. he could He could. Yours, get... on the other hand, tried to tackle me. And I, I, be- I truly believe that if he really tried, he could take me down. Uh, he, no problem. He could. Yeah. Usually when he catches you by surprise. Yeah. That's when he gets you. But and see, he tried to sneak up on me. He does not jump on Tim and I. He only jumps on our guest. <laughs> we That's him. weird. Uh, it is. It's uh, And it's harder to correct for. Um, right. Because we do not necessarily have guests all the time. So yeah. there's not a lot of practice. Uh, but the foster dog, we have bites. So you're lucky you didn't meet him because he will bite you. Yeah. But uh, he's great. If anyone wants to adopt a really lovable tiny pit bull puppy who just needs to be the only dog in the house with understanding owners, call me. Tall order. I feel like we've gotten so off track, Zach, and we've I'm been talking for one hour and 33 minutes and counting. And I don't think I even answered all of your questions. You absolutely didn't. You <laughs> gave me one, basically one thing you were trying to improve in a couple of different forms, but I would really count it as just one. Yeah. Um, uh, no, because I said you know. the what the like the scheduling thing and the discipline uh, thing, and then what was I, I said like the other thing? All one. I feel like it's like that was one thing, and then what was the other thing I said? We were talking about it. I don't. It's listen oh, to the podcast. <clears throat> being uh uh better at like not trying to do everything at once. Okay, that is fair. Yeah. But I feel like that came up later. Yeah, I had to think of it again. I told uh, you. That. Yeah. No. Oh. It, Truly, I've never asked less questions and talked for longer. Not mm-hmm. personally. I mean, I talk this long all the time, but uh, yeah. into a microphone. So I feel like we should give um, like people a treat if they've made it this far. Or like like a secret word. And then if they see us and say the secret <laughs> word, then, <laughs> then we know they actually listen to the whole thing. And so like... So, for example, this is how the conversation would go. Oh, hey, did you listen to my most recent episode of the podcast with Zach? And then this person would lie and say, oh, yeah, it was really good. And then I would say, really? What's What's the fucking secret word? (laughs) 
<laughs> and then, you know. Right. That's that's how we would know. Kent would know. So what's you think this Kent's he... still with us? I think Kent has so much time that he has <laughs> to spend with himself that he is absolutely still listening to this podcast. I love you, Kent. And he gave me some suggestions, some feedback, which I thought were good. And I you didn't do any of it, did you? I I think maybe. Kent, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Number one super fan, Kent. So what's the secret word going to be? Can't just spring something like that on me. Um, pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple is the secret word. Uh, which, Zach, did you answer my recent social media <laughs> craze question? What are you talking about? What are your top three favorite fruits? I did not answer that. Did you see it, though? Have you been keeping track of it? I did, and then I didn't participate because you were discriminating. Uh, if you like melon and you think it's a top three fruit, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, watermelon's a cop-out, but, like, you were also saying that, like, avocado doesn't count, or, you know, does I'm... tomato count? N- no, because I, it's a... Yes, it That's is. That's not the yes, spirit of the question. The spirit yes, of the is. question was clearly about a sweet fruit. You used words. People responded. You told them they were wrong. Everybody likes avocado. Everybody likes tomato. I'm You're not... not saying anything. You're not making a statement about life by... <laughs> because of your fucking Facebook question? <laughs> uh, You know what? I got a lot of... Wait, let me just tell you how many comments on that post I have. I know, it keeps popping up still, and yeah. I'm like, it's done with your legs. fruit question post. Well, what are your top three favorite fruits then? Sweet fruits, obviously. <clears throat> Pineapple. Um, bananas, probably. I eat a lot of bananas. Mm-hmm. Um... And apples, but specifically Fuji apples, because not all apples are created equal, and Absolutely. Fuji are b- by far the best. Mm, I like a Honeycrisp, but I'll accept Well, Fuji. you're wrong. Well, uh, my only 90 comments, I actually thought it was more than that. It, it felt like more. Yeah, but like at least half of that is because our friends are assholes. Uh, yeah, look at this one. Fucking Didn't Sarah Brown kumquats. Oh, I hope you're Shut listening up, to Sarah. this. Get out of here. Um, but you know, th- yours is a solid top three. That's Thank you. I accept that. I appreciate I, uh, it. Uh, you didn't put any honeydew in there because that's the <laughs> wrong answer. <laughs> or fucking orange. Oranges oh, you, are too hit or miss. You like white stuff, weird white stringy stuff all over your. Some oranges are fantastic. The flavor of orange is great. An orange itself is not a great fruit. We should uh do another podcast, but um. Just about you are just going to come up with as many questions as you can that you think would be interesting to talk about. It's going to be the first change. Mm-hmm. You know, just random shit all over the place. Okay. The second change is that we're going to bring a lot more tequila. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the third thing is that it's going to be a game for me to see how many times and how long I can get you off track. It won't be hard. Yeah. It's not very hard. As we approach an hour and 40 minutes later. I have a lot of opinions (laughs) about a lot of things. 
sober, drunk, whatever you have, I have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to end this podcast. I know. We had pineapple. Now, if people make it to the really super, super secret ending, <laughs> uh, there's another secret word. I think we could just have a podcast of you and I talking. Truly, I yeah, you're, you're a great guest. Hey, thanks, um, appreciate that. Yeah, I we may be the you're, only people who you're think easy that. to talk to. Well, oh, thank you. I like uh. to think that my weirdo clients who tell me all about their lives seem to think that too. I feel like I should take that out. <laughs> I have lots of non weirdo clients. I'm just saying sometimes I have very strange clients and this they open up to me out. about their lives. <laughs> I love them all. You're my bread and butter. Oh, we were like, we were like in such a nice, like, like. Did you adjust zone. the volume? I didn't. But why are we so much louder? I think we're getting louder. Weird. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna have to do some editing, some production value. I mean, look at these spikes. Look at them. Look at those. Those are big spikes. Those are big. <laughs> big spikes. Um, okay, Zach, truly, any last words? Because I'm going to stop recording this. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, that was a great episode. Uh, if you would, if you want to keep listening to great episodes, you can go to, uh, Facebook slash at, what is it? Facebook at needs improve because needs improvement was absolutely taken. And uh, you can like it, and then you can see when all the new episodes come out. Uh, I won't accept your Facebook friend request, so do not try it. But definitely like the page. That's, we're going to stop. <laughs>